The following is brought to you by the Starfleet Podcast Network, SPN, The Spin. Big J's Beef! Hey guys, what's going on today? It's Big J. So you're probably wondering, you're probably wondering, Big J, why are you sitting here eating Cheetos? Aren't you supposed to be trying to lose weight? My response to that would be, it doesn't matter. Okay, so let me put those away. Oh my God. Flaming hot Cheetos. I don't know why kids get into that stuff. All right. Here's what we're talking about today. Here's my beef. So, we have been seeing uh, trailer uh, trailers, uh, previews coming up for the next season of Star Trek Picard, season three, which is going to be the last season. And one of the big, <coughs> excuse me, whoo, ah, Kapow, Flaming Cheetahs. All right. So, here's a spoiler alert for you. If you have not seen the trailer or any previews from the next season of Star Trek Picard. So, we're getting back a couple of old villains that uh, we haven't seen in quite some time. Actually, have not seen since uh, Star Trek The Next Generation on television. One of those is Moriarty. Who I won't get too far into the details with, with that. Uh, if you deep dive Star Trek The Next Generation, you'll know that he's a hologram. Let's just leave it at that. And Lore, who's a brother of Data, and actually the uh, second of four soon androids created. Let's see, there's B4, Lore, Data. Somewhere in there was a Dr. Soon's wife android, but I don't recall which order that happened. So anyway, we're getting back lore, right? Now, this is my beef about using these characters that are androids like this, like Data, who do not age, do not change their appearance. They look the same from year one as they do in 30 years. We've had to have some explanations given to us as uh, there's some kind of program or algorithm or something that naturally ages Data so that he could more resemble human. Nope. Mm -mm. I'm not, I just, I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. Is it really, how difficult is it? And any of you out there who are actors or know an actor in your contract, I would imagine that somewhere in there would be a clause or stipulation that says you must maintain a particular facial hair growth or uh, hair, no hair, uh, body image, uh, certain, you know, weight, uh, body size, stature, something so that you have a, a more consist consistent look, especially if you're playing an artificial intelligence, you should, you should be doing that. Um, I know for a fact that there are things like that that happen. You'll be put on a contract where you have a particular look and you cannot change it. Uh, so, this takes me to the technology that we have today and why is it? Why is it that we're not using it here in Star Trek, but everywhere else? So, here's what I want to do. I'm going to show you an image. Now, for those of you that are just listening, uh, I will just kind of narrate what we're looking at here and what I'm showing. 
So this first image here, you've got uh, data is on the right. Uh, data as played by Brent Spiner in the first season of Next Generation. Uh, as you can see, everyone then was younger, leaner, meaner, ready to go. Perfect look for data. And then on the left, you've got Brent Spiner, <clears throat> excuse me, after about uh, was 30 some plus years uh, older trying to play the same character now granted there's some wrinkles there there's a there's a little bit a little bit of weight uh, gain in there it happens we all go through that kind of thing but now <clears throat> excuse me here's what i want to get to if you look at both of their looks there I, and you can tell that there's sort of this uh, I, I don't want to call it a I don't want to call it a desperation to keep character and ageless character from looking older, etc. But now we have this thing called deep fakes. And for those of you that have just heard the name deep fake, but are not quite familiar with what it means, I'll read it here to you. Uh, so deep fakes, a portmanteau of deep learning and fake are synthetic media in which a person in an existing image or video is replaced with someone else's likeness. While the act of creating fake content is not new, deepfakes leverage powerful techniques from machine learning and artificial intelligence to manipulate or generate visual and audio content that can more easily deceive. So in a nutshell, what that means is you could take someone's face put it on another body. There have been these deep fakes we've seen where Sylvester Stallone's face is put on Arnold Schwarzenegger's body uh, is to see what would it look like if Sylvester Stallone played the Terminator and not Arnold. And some of these deep fakes out there look really good. So that takes me to uh, season two, I'm sorry, the season one finale of the Mandalorian. Now, if you've not seen The Mandalorian, great show. I highly recommend it. So, in this one, what you're looking at is Luke Skywalker. <clears throat> now, Luke Skywalker, this show takes place after the events of uh, Star Wars 6, uh, Return of the Jedi. And if you look on the left, the left image is what we got for the deep fake on the show. And there was some criticism that came up about that with the look of a de-aged Mark Hamill in this scene. Now look on the right is the deep fake. You can, you can see a, a difference in there, uh, a lot bigger difference once we got into that, um, that second season of the Mandalorian where the look of Luke Skywalker was just top-notch, impeccable. I really thought that we were looking at him that time during during that episode. And did you know the guy who did that, uh, was a YouTube guy, he got hired. He got hired on the uh, job to make sure that their quality of having more scenes of the younger Luke looked true to character and not kind of the the flambasco that was that was the original so now let me show you this while we're talking about talking about deep fakes here's one <clears throat> okay so on the right you have data as he appeared in 
the first episode, season one of Star Trek Picard. And on the left, his deep fake counterpart, which is data that we are more used to and familiar seeing. Uh, the look is circa the latter half of the next generation run. Now, look at this. If, if you're on YouTube, I'm glad you can see this. If you're only listening, uh, I encourage you to go to YouTube, look up Beyond Trek podcast. You'll see this episode here. And so are you are you telling me that somebody who just does deep fakes as their hobby or whatnot can make data look this good? Why? Why do the, the makeup artists producers, director, whoever's involved, why cake on more makeup onto Brent Spiner to try to make him look like an android again when he's much older? I mean, look at that. Look at the deep fake. It's great. It's right there. That's all you had to do. This wasn't new technology. This is not something that just suddenly was not, uh, it was not available at the time of that show, it was there. You had it and you had this example learned from what we saw in the Mandalorian. So why they do that? You've got me. I don't know. Someone please explain it to me when you have to me, it appears that you don't need that high of a. OK, let me let me take a step back on that. A uh, deep fake of a still image is probably a lot different than maintaining that deep fake uh, as a moving talking character. But again, Disney Plus accomplished that with their depiction of Luke Skywalker in season two of The Mandalorian. Why we didn't get this for Star Trek, I don't know. Guys, the days of putting white in someone's hair and some some dark lines around the face we're we're not at that point anymore to look old doesn't mean strange oldie oldie whiny timey makeup on you to make you look old all right we have the computers we have the technology we can do it why aren't we doing it i don't understand it Star Trek, get on board with the deep fake technology. It's there. You're getting left in the dirt. Okay. What the fuck? Where's the beef? We are Beyond Trek Podcast. Lower your inhibitions and surrender your years. We will add inspirational and hilarious Trek content to your day. Your attention will adapt to subscribe to us. Resistance is futile.